Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The jury finds Kyle Wittenhouse not guilty and the media lies about it. The fourth estate really has lost its way. It's supposed to be the institution that holds powerful people in check that holds them to account what happens when the fourth estate starts doing the bidding of one political party what happens when the fourth estate starts to shape its own narrative for its own benefit that's the situation we find ourselves in now especially with the not guilty verdict in the kyle wittenhouse case kyle wittenhouse was a young man in kenosha who was running away from people who were literally trying to kill him and he ended up killing two and and shooting another in self-defense. Now, he was attacked by four people. The first person, what they call Jump Kick Man, he was an American of African descent, 40 years old, with a long rap sheet, but Kyle didn't kill him. Why? Because he didn't have a weapon. The other three, dead. It was a clear case of self-defense, but not if you listen to the media. And that's what's really disturbing. They were watching the same case as everyone else, but they had already determined what the outcome should be and were infuriated when it didn't go their way. Mark Richards, who was Wittenhouse attorney, was the first to call out MSNBC and CNN on their duplicity. I can say this. um, Much of the coverage at the beginning was wrong. The trial proved that. But just in the last two weeks, you know, people might not believe this, but I watch MSNBC, CNN. I'm not a big Fox guy. And, you know, when I hear Joe Scarborough saying that my client shot his gun 60 times, that's wrong. When I hear some, you know, guest host on the Joy Reid say that my client drove four hours to go to a riot with his AR, that's wrong. It's false. And it makes me angry that they can't take the time to at least get the generic basic facts correct. And because it didn't fit in the story that they wanted to tell. I suspect that this young man is going to sue and he's going to win big time because these networks, once again, absolutely assassinated his character. Glenn Greenwald, he is a journalist, used to be the founder of The Intercept and is a well-known progressive. But something extraordinary happened to Glenn Greenwald. He started to see how the progressive left and the media were actually cheating, were actually lying, were actually fomenting the very violence that they once decried. And so he changed. Not his ideology, no, but his perspective and started writing the truth. And Greenwald is absolutely appalled at the overt lies that the media is telling and how it's poisoning viewpoints around the world. Yeah, it's absolutely the case. If you rely to the media, you should feel betrayed. You know, I'm somebody, before I was a journalist, who worked as a lawyer, 
inside courtrooms for more than a decade. So I knew that it's very difficult to cast a judgment about an event this complex without seeing the evidence at trial. So I waited before forming a judgment. And when I did sit down to watch the trial, I was infuriated that everything I had been taught to believe about what happened here by the media was radically different than the facts of the case as they developed. And, you know, Dan, I don't know if you've seen this, but multiple media outlets around the world, like the biggest ones in Brazil, in Holland, in the UK, have all repeatedly reported that the people that Kyle Rittenhouse killed were black because they were misled by the American media who kept saying this was a white supremacist on a terrorist hunt. And therefore, they naturally presumed because they were deceived also by the American media that his victims were black. That's frightening, isn't it? Most people overseas thinks that Kyle Rittenhouse shot black men. Black lives matter, of course. Now, obvious, if you're watching the trial, obvious, if you did any type of work whatsoever, you would see that that is not the case. Everybody involved in this case is white. But the left needs to make it about race. Because if they do, you'll get people like Joy Reid to chime in and advance the America is racist narrative. What I am concerned about is the precedent this sets for what people will believe that they can do under law when Black Lives Matter protests happen in the future, and that people may use this as an excuse to start going out of state and doing what this teenager did, Hmm. believing that they'll get away with it, and in some cases, getting away with it. I I, I, want to keep on that point, Joy. Paul, that's the first thing that occurred to me. Uh, the, the, the first thing that occurred to me after this ruling is, oh, well, okay, now it's just open season. Like, if, if I'm walking around and, and I'm a white nationalist, you know, coward little kid with an AR-15, and I see somebody drive by with a Black Lives Matter bumper sticker and I feel threatened, I can open fire. If I go by a youth group standing outside the local Target and they're chanting Black Lives Matter and I feel threatened, I, I can open fire. So here's how they make it about BLM. BLM had nothing to do with this, but just in case the left needs BLM to protest and peacefully protest by by rioting again, they want to make sure that they have no impediments. Joy Reid makes the case about protecting BLM instead of self-defense. But it goes deeper. When Van Jones weighs in on CNN, he says, we now have a pattern of white vigilante violence. Did he even watch the case? Well, um, I, I do respect the, the jury system and I, I uh, appreciate what the president had to say. But there's a reason that people are upset. And it's that there's a bigger context here. Um, uh, this idea of white vigilante violence is something that we have to wrestle with. And it may not be, uh, be done in one single court case, but we've got a pattern now where white men feel that they have the right to enforce the law themselves. When you look at Ahmaud Arbery, uh, when you look at this case, uh, when you look at Trayvon Martin, when you look at the white mob that attacked the Capitol, that somehow there is a group of people that think that they have the right to take the law into their own hands, they can leave their home with guns, and they can enforce their vision of the law on other people. So now we have to protect BLM and we have to denigrate white vigilante violence, which is really white supremacy. Have you noticed that these guys still are not talking about the merits of the case? That is a big problem. And whatever we could say here, uh, talking about the legalities of it, there's a context right now on social media. The people who are celebrating this 
Many of them are just good folks who believe in gun rights, but there is a, a dark edge of people celebrating this that sees this as a green light for this type of activity. And I think we've got to take a good look in the mirror now. Do we want to, in total, continue to uh, allow and to encourage uh, this activity from only one section of society? You don't see other groups going out with guns imposing their vision of the law on other people, but this group continues to. It's amazing. When you listen to Americans of African descent on cable news, it is race 100% of the time. It is 100% emotional and it is 100% void of facts. And speaking about emotion, how about Derek Johnson from the NAACP? Listen to this analogy. You know, it's unfortunate for the families of the victim uh, with this outcome. We all witnessed and seen on screen what happened. Uh, but it's a true tale of what we need to do moving forward. Here's a judge that's been elected for the past three days, mostly unopposed. I hope that community take note and recognize that this particular judge is not providing justice for that community. In addition to that, the jury pool question is a real question that we must embrace in a way in which we increase the number of people who are registered to vote and willing to serve on juries. It was an injustice. This was worse than the Emmett Till trial. This was worse to so many trials where we know for a fact individuals committed murder and yet they were not uh, brought to justice. It is unfortunate, but this is America. Emmett Till? You mean the young man who was lynched in the 1950s for allegedly whistling at a white woman? You're comparing the Rittenhouse trial to that? Do you see how convoluted this is? Do you see how lost these people are? And this is part of the reason why black people in this country can't have nice things because the people who supposedly represent them lie Al Sharpton will be one of those people. You know, the Reverend Al Sharpton has been around for decades. He first uh, emerged wearing a track suit with his hair slicked back, and he was a rabble rouser then. Tawana Brawley hoax, Freddie's fashion mart. This guy has been an agitator from the very beginning. So you need to ask yourself the question, why does he get a platform on MSNBC? Why did he visit the Obama White House, what, 40 or 50 times? It's not because he's any expert in anything. It's because he's a race monger. It's because he does the job of the left to keep racism stirred up in this country even where it doesn't exist. And I think the broader context of this verdict today it is is most disturbing, which is why I think the president and the governor has to speak to this, and there needs to be clearer federal legislation. We can argue about the case in particular, but when you look at the broad message that came out of this, is they have said now that vigilantes can go to protests and kill people and say that they were defending themselves, which puts all Americans, particularly those that want to protest for whatever issue, in danger. The precedent that it's set, that you can have a judge sit there and say people can be killed, but you can't call them victims. But you can call the other side what you want, that I can let a tumbler sit in front of a man charged with murder and let him choose his own jury. So I think that many of us are far more concerned about what the broad message this verdict gives than to arguing what the legal experts ought to argue, and rightfully so, about the particulars of the case. 
Actually, that's not the message of the trial, Al Sharpton. It's not that protesters or vigilantes can go out and protest and kill people. The protesters who were at that riot in Kenosha, Kyle Rittenhouse had every right to be in Kenosha that night, as did the pedophile perverts who tried to kill him. The question is, was he protecting himself, Reverend Al? Not vigilantism, but again, these lies are shaping the left's narrative. Finally, we could get some type of sanity from the first black vice president of the United States, right? Surely, Kamala Harris, who used to be a prosecutor, knows what the law's all about, right? Hey guys, well, it was a good trip, and um, I have questions about the verdict, and the verdict really speaks for itself. As many of you know, I've spent a majority of my career working to make the criminal justice system more equitable, and clearly there's a lot more work to do. Thanks. The verdict speaks for itself. That's what we get. Okay. Here's what I want to leave you with. About 10 years ago, a very controversial pastor from New York City said, you know, one day you all are going to push these white people too far. Either there's going to be a revolution, Patrick Henry style in America, where where, uh, red-blooded, God-fearing, uh, Jesus-loving Americans are going to stand up and say, we're not going to take it no more. We're just not going to take it. You know, p- white people are being pushed around, kicked to the curb, having their rights denied, being called a racist, being walked on, watching their tax dollars go to fund all kind of drug sales, prostitution, illegal immigration. I mean, th- I mean y'all going to push these white folk till they can't take it no more. I'm telling you. Pastor Manning was absolutely correct. That day has come. There were no riots in Kenosha after the verdict because there's been a sea change. And I do believe that Democrat mayors and Democrat police chiefs have seen enough. They're no longer going to give people space to destroy. They're going to keep the hate contained to cable television. This is Color Commentary with James T. Harris. If you like the views you heard expressed in this podcast, I invite you to share with your friends and your family. Hit that follow button, and every time a new podcast goes up, you will be notified. Until we meet again, if you want peace and harmony in your life, it's really simple. One of the things you have to do is shut off the television set and maybe cut way back on your social media. When you do, you will find that we have already overcome. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.